party people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, where the gaming table is always set for two. I'm your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week I am joined by JP Teasing for a game of Fate Accelerated by Evil Head Studios. Fate is one of my favorite games of all time. I am always super excited for the opportunity to get to play it on the show, and I can't wait for you to hear the episode. But before we dive into that, first, the briefest of content warnings. There is some talk of, like, heavy drinking and some substance stuff in this episode. If substance abuse is something that really squicks you out, listener discretion is advised. Now, with all that out of the way, let's throw it over to me in the past so he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I'm sitting down with JP Teasing. JP, thanks for coming on Party of One. Uh, thanks for having me. So, uh, this week, we are playing a little game called Fate Accelerated. It is one of my favorite games of all time, and I'm tremendously excited. I Anytime I get to play it on the show, I'm giddy with joy. So, why don't you introduce your character to us this week, walk us through their background, a little bit about what they do, who they are, all that good stuff. Um, today, I will be playing uh, Aramil. He is a master infiltrator and disguisist. Uh, he... Loves to be acrobatic and flip everywhere whenever he can. And he has a tendency to get too into character and or let his personalities that he develops take over to the point where it could detriment an entire party. Okay, so it is a time at the cusp of war. Diplomats meet in musty courtrooms to hammer out the terms of an uneasy peace between two warring armies. Our story begins one such uh, courtroom, sort of a back room of, uh, of the royal court of Tiger's Eye. This is one, this is like, a, we're in like a pantry, right? Like it's, it's just a dirty, musty old room. Aramel is meeting with an informate, like a, with like a court attendant. What do they look like? What's what? Well, just help describe them. Describe them with me a little bit. I think the court attendant is a small but lanky, uh, maybe in his twenties, mid sure. to late twenties. Um, yeah, yeah. kind of pimply, I think. Yeah, probably developing a bald spot a little too early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this this poor child. Now I feel awful. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. They've called you in, you got this notice in secret, and brushes you in, and he says, I'm certain that you've heard the news. Uh, of course, I think, I think everyone's heard the news, Jeffrey. He, um, and he kind of, he looks at you dead-eyed for a second, and he says, you could have just said no, but that's fine. <laughs> and he kind of, um, he lays out. In painstaking detail, and in painstaking detail, such that we don't have to listen to that voice for more than five seconds, <laughs> he lays out uh, that there has been a murder in the High Court of Tiger's Eye. Oh, one of the the royal one of the lords that was sort of negotiating an uneasy peace with the the neighboring kingdom of Azure was found dead. Knife in the back. Real classic scene. However, because this happened at, like, a royal party, this happened at, like, a royal ball, could be anybody, right? There's no could real be. saying who... who any, there were so many people there from so many neighboring kingdoms that there's no real telling, like, 
what caused this. It could have been Jeffrey. So we need you to, uh, you know, infiltrate. We need someone on the inside. They're throwing another one of these balls this week. We're hoping that, uh, whomever assassinated the Lord, we're hoping that they come out again, because if they don't, well, then negotiations are bound to fall, and then war, and then the land burns. Uh, Aramil struck him with opportunity as he thinks, now it's time for me to bring out a lordly noble character. I will be the lordliest lord to ever grace this ball. Excellent. So in fact, I I will be killed. Excellent. So why don't you, in fact, let's call this our first roll. This is going to be, um, for coming, so that we have it for later. Let's, we'll, we'll, we'll roll for an advantage to create an identity for you that you can bust out of the ball. So, uh, this will be a clever advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, I think and the difficulty... I just roll and add three? Yeah. One of your stunts being, because you're a master of disguise, I know you have bonus for this exact scenario. So I should have, like, I should have a three plus two? Yeah. You'll have five plus whatever okay. you roll on your fate dice. Uh, the number you want right. to get is a three. So you should be pretty easy. It should be pretty easy for you. Jeff, when I told you that my dice were bad, I think I might have been lying. I got an, I got three on the dice plus the five. Perfect. So you have succeeded with style. What that means is that you have... We're going to mark that aspect down. Uh, what is this noble? What is this noble character's name? Um, this noble character is Sir William McIronhelm. Sir William McIronhelm, perfect. So you have succeeded with style, like you said. You've been waiting to bust this character out. I have. So, uh, what it, what it means when you succeed with style on creating an advantage is you actually get two free invocations, which means that. You can bust this out twice to get a bonus, a reroll, or something, as long as you are playing the character of Sir William McIronhelm to the best of your ability. So, like, if if you if you were to walk into a room and Ironhelm McIronhelm, if you play it as like, well, obviously I'm going to walk into this room and the guards aren't going to search me. I'm Sir William Sir William McIronhelm. You can get plus two to your roll for that. Yeah. <laughs> So, the ball is scheduled for next week. You have a few days to put together your plan, or to investigate, to figure out likely suspects. Okay. What's your plan to dig in and investigate a little bit? Or, or do you have another plan for your downtime? I need a guest list of the last, of the last party, the last ball. Okay. I need to um, go through some people. Well, Jeffrey quickly is like, that's, uh, that's beyond what I can give you, so you're kind of on your own here. Jeffrey, you've done it again. And he's already gone. He's, he's off his shift. He's done. Oh, God. That means Timothy's coming. Yes, it does. Um, which, which, (laughs) who, who's the one that got killed? Who's the, who's the person that was assassinated? Um... We didn't give them a name. I'm going to say it was Lord Broderick the Vane. Okay. I want to figure out um, who would benefit. I want to figure out who would benefit the most from killing this person. Okay. Um, I'm going to call that a 
clever overcome action. The number okay. that you want to get is the number you're going to want to get is a three. All right. Well, I did get a three. I only got a three flat because I got two pluses and two minuses. Okay. So, uh, what that means is you is you tied, which for an overcome means you get success at a cost. So, uh, what the cost is to find that out is there's a few neighboring kingdoms that Lord uh, Broderick was looking over. He was in negotiation mm-hmm. with Azure, like I said, and Azure has been amassing uh, military forces. And he was sort of brokering the peace there. He was sort of the one person holding everything together. So with him out of the picture, it seems like military tensions could rise up rapidly. So Uh-oh. it seems a bit like the people that would benefit best are the people that would profit or would gain glory or gold from a military attack on Azure. Okay. Which gives you a few suspects, a few military types, a few generals who would be at the ball. But you're not certain. Well, as long as I have those, um, do I see, or do I happen to know any of those generals that would be uh, more aggressive in their actions to profit? Uh, for that, I'm going to ask you for another roll. Still clever? Yeah, still clever. Still plus still plus three. Then, uh, no, you're going to have to find that out at the party. Crap. That's going to take poking around at the party. All right. I think I'm going to go... Just because I need to have a backup plan mm-hmm. just in case I get found out at some point, I'm going to go to my favorite um, poison dealer and get a few things of, uh, you know, knockout poison. Excellent. In fact, uh, here's where we're going to do another fate mechanic. I'm going to offer you a compel, which mm-hmm. means I'm going to offer one of your uh, aspects uh, to get you in trouble. I'm going to offer your... I'm going to compel your... Uh, you have the concept freelance master infiltrator and disguisist. I'm going to compel that freelance aspect and say this poisoner uh, wants to sign you for a contract. Oh, uh, what kind of contract? Oh, Uh-oh. merely to... There's going to be a guild representative there that is trying to introduce some legislation that I'm not fond of. I don't merely ask... I don't ask that Uh-oh. you kill them. I merely ask that you... Rendered them unconscious such that some of my other associates can, well, just render them unconscious for a little while. Oh, that's easy. Oh, that's fun, too. Excellent, excellent. Just don't tell me what they're going to do. Oh, they're going to kill him. I mean, maybe, maybe they'll just dump him in a, maybe they'll dump him in a field somewhere. I don't know. We'll play it by ear. (laughs) Why did you tell me? (laughs) I don't know. Boredom? No. Yeah, I guess it is kind of boring around here. All right. <laughs> okay, so take an aspect for that, but now you have the added responsibility of finding uh, Fedman Cheeks. <laughs> I have to find Fedman Cheeks. Yeah. As an aspect. Yeah. The party approaches. You have uh, some poison at your disposal. You have. Uh, you have the name. You have the name and description of Fedman Cheeks. You have. A few ideas of a few generals that may have ordered a hit on Sir Broderick the Vane. The party approaches. It is in one of the... It's 
you know, it's very Storybrook or Storybrook. Jesus, that's 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 Once Upon a Time. That's not what I wanted at all. It is very Storybook. It is very classic, very fairy tale. You know, carriages are pulling up. Every it's a masquerade, so everyone is wearing very elaborate like masks and cloaks and shrouds. Okay, this is um Do I have a carriage? Um I mean, I guess I could. Give me a uh or I could. You can choose to roll for one to see if you can acquire one that would fit your character or you can spend a fate point or invocation to just say you have one. I think I could uh catch a ride on one. Technically, quote unquote, uh hit your ride on the back of one. Okay. Without anyone seeing. Then call that we'll call that a sneaky uh overcome action. Uh you're going to want to get a this is going to be difficult. This is going to be a five. You want to get a five or better? Ah, uh, I got a four. Um, okay. Um, you can take the, you can catch the ride if you want, but people are going to see you do it. Maybe not the, not the driver per se, but like, it's going to cause a stir when you get to the party. People are going to be very confused. I can play it off. I'm going to catch the ride. Okay. You arrive on the back of another carriage, like, you hop off, and everyone is just kind of, like, staring at you silently. What do you do? I look at all... I uh, I am in my disguise, yes. correct? Alright. I look, I look at all of them regally. I have a... I'm gonna say I have a Phantom of the Map opera mask on, uh, and I'm gonna look at them and be like, Sir William McIronhelm has arrived! Excellent, excellent, excellent. Um, make me a a flashy action for that. Uh-oh. See how people buy it. <laughs> uh, I got a um, I got a five. It goes off without a hitch. People sort of like are looking around. A few people are whispering, like, "Who is Henry McIronhide? Do you know him? I don't know him. He seems pretty cool, though." And so everybody's kind of hushing. The party kicks off again. It's there's so the, the layout of the ballroom a little bit so I can kind of walk you through it so you can kind of explore a little bit. There's the big main dance hall, right? Um, there is an overhead like area for cocktails. Like there's a a walkway and a and a second floor kind of overlooking all of this for cocktails and smoking. There is a large banquet hall to the west where people are dining and eating. There's a few private rooms where people are doing private rooms things scattered about the second floor. And there's an outdoor garden with a little bit of a maze. Okay. So, um, make me a roll and describe how you do it as you sort of scout the room. Describe how you sort of scout around looking for anybody that you may have been on the watch for. Um, I'm going to approach the first general... Uh, as regal as I can, trying to make myself out to any potential assassin to be the most rich and just nobly noble that I could possibly okay. be. This is going to be uh, a... I think this is going to be a sneaky word attack action. Sneaky, sneaky word, word attack. attack. Uh, you're going to want to get a five on it. As you come up to General Stonehammer, who's wearing this beautiful, sort of feathery, it looks very eagle-ish, which is appropriate because he's like a warbird type. 
and he's got a saber on his side, and he's, like, chatting with some folks. Uh, so should I add the stunt and the approach yeah. to it? I really need that. Uh, I got a two. Okay. Um, in that case, uh, what you might want to do is re-roll that. Is invoke an aspect or, is invoke an aspect and re-roll that. I, I'm gonna invoke the, uh, can I, can, you said free invocation, can I do that, like, invoke, uh, Sir William McIron? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then just yeah. re-roll? go ahead and give me a re-roll. Okay. Wow! I got a one! <laughs> this is, this is bad. Okay, so, uh. Sir General Stonehammer has succeeded with style. Oh no. Uh, what that means is you're going to take four stress. As he oh, has no. like seen through your disguise. So this is like social or mental stress a little bit. Um so you're going to want to fill in a stress box with the appropriate number. You can only fill in one stress box or you can fill in a consequence to lower that number and then mark a stress box. So because it's more than I th- think your highest stress box, I think you have to mark a consequence a consequence for it. Yeah, I'll fill in a mild consequence. Mild consequences go away at the end of the scene. So this is like a temporary embarrassment. We'll say. Okay. So I have embarrassment. Yeah. That sucks. All right. And then I just have the two. So he kind of, he, he starts, what happens is I think he starts grilling you on it. Little details. And, like, he starts pointing out that the answers aren't making sense, and then kind of, like, grabs you by the scruff of your neck and carries you off into one of these, like, private rooms-ish. Closes the door and says, who the hell are you, and what the hell are you poking around for? I am dedicated. I am Sir William McIonhelm, and you will not grab me again, you rascal. Alright, roll me another sneaky word attack. This time, (laughs) it's going to be, uh... I'm going to say it's going to be a seven this time. It's going to be real difficult. Oh, God. I got a seven. Perfect. Um, perfect. So what happens now is uh, on, a, on a tie for an attack, you get a boost, a boost, which is essentially a, a, a short-term, like, momentary aspect that you can use in your favor. So in this case, it is impressed. <laughs> you have impressed him... By sticking to the lie. So he, um, he lets you go and he says, all right, yes, you're, you're William McIron, William McIronhelm. Sure, sure. Let me tell you something, William. This isn't a game you're playing right now. There are things going on that you do not understand. And you need to be aware of that before you go any further. If there are things that are going on that I do not understand, perhaps you could enlighten me. I'm going to ask for another sneaky word attack on that one, but this one's going to be bumped down to a three. And in fact, I'm going to take away that boost for that. We'll say that that's a free invoke on that boost. Two total, six total. Perfect. You've succeeded with uh, style. So what happens is, in fact, so yeah, you succeeded with style, which means that this goes spectacularly well. He... He looks over his shoulder, he clutches that knife, or the saber at his side, and he says, His murder, that's what you're here for, right? You're here about the murder? <gasps> How dare you acute yes, I figured. That's why you went for a general first. Amateur move. You showed your hand too early. 
And he says, here's the, here's the trick. Of it. The, and at that moment, uh, out from a closet comes somebody that you don't immediately recognize, but like you slowly piece together that you've seen this like chiseled chin and this blonde hair before. No. And it's Sir Broderick the Vane. Uh-oh. Sir Broderick the Vane. Oh, no. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, what? He steps out. You're gonna reveal everything to him already? He, I mean, I mean, do you really want him poking around and causing trouble, boss? Wait a minute. Both of you... Aramul's just like kind of squatting, pointing at both of them. And he says, Did Jeffrey send you? Jeffrey's part of this. I knew it. No, no, Jeffrey's not part of this. I we probably should have made him part of this, but we appreciate Okay. And so the three of you kind of gather and Broderick says, Excellent, so now we have another set of eyes on the party. We've got it narrowed down to three people. We have it narrowed down to Lord Fel, Lord Felric of Azure, the the Azure rep, the Azure diplomat. We believe was orchestrating some sort of assassination attempt. I faked my death in order to circumvent any such plot. Hmm. He says suspect one. We were trying to figure out who was planning the attempt. The attempt hasn't been successfully executed yet. This is what we need you to figure out. mm Hmm. He says, suspect one, Lord Felric of Azure, Azure diplomat, possibly trying to start, trying to start a conflict. We're not sure, but it's pop, but it's possible. Option two, Gorham, the dwarven arms, the dwarven blacksmith, the head of the blacksmith's guild. He's here. And he kind of like, you look, you look through the open door of the bedroom and see uh, a dwarf just chugging, straight chugging wine. That's your bastard. A lot of arms would get sold if, if there was an assassination attempt and a, and a conflict came from it. Suspect the third is, and he gestures down to, uh, the, he gestures to a man, a, a very handsome looking man, sort of chatting up a few different people around him and like looking like the life of the party. Is Fedmund Cheeks from the Merchant's Guild. Fedmund! Well, what is it you need from me? We need you to get in on their good sides, such that if one of them is planning something, we, you can find it out and relay it back to us. Relay it back to General Stonehammer by the end of the night. In exchange, we'll double whatever Jeffrey was paying you. Ah, oh, okay. You know how you're, you're a man after my own heart. Yes. All right. Well, you can consider yourselves... Um, yeah, and I just leave. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So, uh, the party is now raging, you know, it's full on, it's getting a little raucous. What do you do? I'm gonna go talk to, uh, Gorham, as, as, as hesitant as I am, I might as well get the dwarf out of the way. Okay, Gorham is knocking back, is knock, is, is in knocking back glasses of wine, shattering the glasses as he puts them down. And seems to be in some sort of drinking contest with the pe- with whomever is around. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna look at the people who, who what are the people dressed like around him? A lot of co- like the same kinds of like costumes, very Victorian, very like Mask of the Red Death costumes. A lot of triangle hats and plague masks. But everybody's kind of in some sort of manner of undress because they're all real drunk around Gorham. Oh boy. Uh, I'm gonna do my best to disguise myself to be appropriate with that situation. Okay. Uh, we'll call that a clever disguise then. Um, so take that, take that stunt bonus, roll me a clever action. Uh, five. Perfect. You succeed. Um, you succeed, you get a free aspect of look like a drunk. (laughs) And you get a free invocation on that. All right. So you fit right in. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to approach Gorham, uh, drunkenly and stumbling everywhere. Okay, so yeah, so you you approach. He slams down a, a a an oversized wine glass, almost like a novelty wine glass, mm-hmm. in front of you, and is just like, "You're up." Oh, I thought you'd never ask. Okay, uh, I'm actually going to offer you a compel here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that this is a scenario where you might get too deep into character. Absolutely. Okay, so uh, you get a fate point for that. And what happens okay. is uh, much of the party goes black for you. Uh-oh. There's parts of it that are missing. Maybe I should have uh, picked Gorham last. This might have been an oversight in uh, strategic planning. Um, several hours later. Oh, no. You find yourself in the maze. There is... Ow. Oh, you're not hurt. You just find yourself standing in the maze. Not quite sure how you got there. There is a person in a in a shadowy cloak in front of you holding a knife. Huh? And they say, I'm staying. Oh, no. Fascinating. Fascinating. Broderick is alive and he's at the party. Oh, my employer will love hearing this. And that's not true. <laughs> Make me a sneaky word attack to roll back what you said. But you're going to take it at a disadvantage, because... So you're going to want to roll a five. I got a four. Okay. Um, so you can take one stress and get it, succeed, as you have to kind of strain yourself a little bit socially or, like, mentally to kind of, like, pull out of it. What happens if all my stress boxes fill up? Uh, then you are taken out of the scene and something bad and a bad thing happens. Not necessarily death, but... Did I get rid of the distress from that other scene with, um... Yes, because the encounter ended. Okay, alright. Yeah, I'll take the one stress. Okay. Great. So you kind of roll it back, and he's confused. He's like, well, you were talking about how they had brought you in in a secret mission. You are drunker than I thought, my friend. Oi! That's what I always talk about when I'm drunk. Now are we gonna fisticuffs or not? And I put up my I put up my dukes. <laughs> he uh make me a flashy attack action for that. A quick action? Uh I'm gonna say flashy, because like you're making a scene because I think that this is a scenario where he is more confused by your performance of wanting to fight. Because I don't think that you wanted to fight five minutes ago. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, 
Can I invoke one of my aspects? Yes, on absolutely. This too? Yeah. Uh, can I revoke my resorts to dirty fighting? Yes, absolutely. You can. <laughs> okay. What 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 happens when I invoke? Uh, it? you just get to pl- uh invoke it and then roll your dice. Okay. I got a two on the dice. Okay. Uh, plus your flashy, which is two. That's it. Yeah, that's two. Um, in this case, uh, you'll want to. Okay, then you succeed because then you can add use your fate point to add another plus two to that. Okay. And then you get a six, which means you succeed. You deal him some stress. Describe what you do. I'm going to be like, are we fisticuffing or not? And I'm going to approach him with my fists up. And then while he's trying to figure out what I'm doing, I'm just going to quickly raise my left leg and just right in between the legs. Perfect. Kick him in the he nuts. just falls right to the ground. He is out cold. Like, he's just moaning and groaning. Um, so here's the so here's the scenario. Here's the problem that you find yourself. You you manage to get in with an assassin, mm-hmm. but uh, now you don't know who hired the assassin. I'm gonna look on his person to see if he has any information. Okay, uh, we'll call that a. How do you how do you how do, describe to me how you go about you go about doing that? Is it more of a careful thing? Is it more of a sneaky thing? I'm trying not to wake him up. I'm just going through pockets. All right, we'll call that careful then. Yeah. Well, first, I'm also going to get that dagger away from him. Sure, sure, sure. I don't sure. want to get stabbed while I'm looking for stuff. That, perfect. That is that is a perfect careful action. So roll me a, a careful action. This is going to be, you want to get a three or better. Outstanding, because my careful is so bad. Um. Oh, no. I got a negative three. Okay, uh, you probably want to re-roll that. <laughs> Alright, do I just have to get rid of a fate point? Yeah, uh, and describe to me which of your aspects you're using to, to like, come in, comes um, in handy right here. I guess I could you invoke the dirty fighting aspect again, and he wakes up, and I'll just poke him in the eyes perfect, really quick. Perfect, perfect. You jab him in the eyes, he goes down, he hits his head, he goes unconscious... You've got some time. So yeah, re-roll those dice. Oh my god, I got a negative three. <laughs> okay. Um I told you I'm not good at combat. <laughs> this well this is this isn't even combat. Like this is this is searching a man's <laughs> I'm pocket. Combating an unconscious person. Okay. So what happens is um you what happens is you don't find anything on his person that that okay. indicates to you like who he might be working for. And the extra big problem, because you've, you've failed by more than three, is now your only real lead is unconscious on the ground. <sighs> okay. How do we do this? Can I look at the dagger real quick? Is there any identifying marks on the dagger? Make me a... Like a... Clever... Make me a clever action for that. You want to get a three. I got a four. Perfect. Um, it is... Yes, it is marked with the official insignia of the Assassin's Guild. So it is... This person is clearly guild-associated. So so you can presume that whomever hired them is working above the level. Is working with, like, official channels and stuff. Where... Okay, so if I was a... If I was a boss, I feel like... I feel like he's got to have some sort of... I feel like if he's an assassin, he wouldn't go alone, especially to something like this. Hmm. All um, right. 
Um, Maybe. Actually, well, now that you say that, um, oh, I'm going to give you a fake point. I was going to disguise myself. I'm going to give you a fake point. I'm going to invoke the plot of Secrets and Intrigue. And I'm going to say uh, a crossbow bolt flies at your head. Oh god. <laughs> give me a give me a defense action for that. How do you how do you how do you dodge it or defend against it? I'm going to do a backflip. Perfect. It's simple as a, as simple as Airmill would do. This Perfect. Is, if it's, yeah, it's coming from the front. He's just going to backflip. So from the shadows Sounds a weird. crossbow bolt bolts at your head. You do a backflip. Roll me that defense action. All right. So should it be like a quick? Yeah, quick plus and... your stunt. Yeah. Okay. I got a three. Um, or, w- or would it be flashy? Because if it was flashy, I'd get a four. Um, I'd probably call this flashy, yeah. So, yeah, okay. So, um, you take another one stress. So you can take, mark your two oh, stress no. box, or you can take a minor consequence. I'll take a minor consequence. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to say uh, it clips your ear a little bit, and your ear is bloody. you got a bloody ear. That you've kind of got to, like, catch the blood on. Okay. What do you do? That really hurt. Um, I'm going to try to figure out which, like, where that came, like, who shot that. And since I, since my only lead is this unconscious body, um, Aramal's going to play a quick game of cat and mouse and run over to the unconscious man and grab him and run away with him. Okay. Uh, all right. Make me a quick roll for that. I have nothing except the quick. The number you're going to want to get is, I think, a f- oh. five, but let me double check. Yeah, you want to get a five. I got a three. Okay. Uh, if you want to invoke one of your aspects, you can, and that'll put you up to five. Um, I'll say, can I invoke my expert acrobat aspect? Yes, yes, you can. That's perfect. Um, So you grab him. You grab him, you tuck and roll into the shadows, into like the hedge maze. Okay. And you've got, you've got, you've got the assassin. And you see another figure in uh, like matching assassin's robes with one of these official daggers. Clearly another guild operative. It's like skulking around. You see him kind of come around where you are. Uh, does he see me? No, because you succeeded at the other action. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say right. no for now because you tied it. I need to get I need to get back into my uh get back into my realm of skills. So I'm gonna disguise myself as this assassin. Okay. Alright. Uh, this is gonna be so a, this is gonna be tricky because uh you've only got a few moments of cover. You're just kind of like hiding in the shadow for a few moments, so it's gonna be tough, but I'm gonna call this a clever guys uh action, so you'll get to use your stunt. But the difficulty okay. will be Alright. Perfect. I got a six. Perfect. You uh, successfully create the identity of a guild assassin. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna weave him. Like, are we? We're in a we're in like a maze, right? Like, what kind of maze? Like like bush maze? Yeah, like a bush maze. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of push the assassin into the bushes. Um, Aramil, not knowing what to do to keep this this guy unconscious. So he doesn't like wake up and ruin all sure. this. He's gonna, he's gonna feed some of the knockout poison to the assassin. Okay, that's perfect. Um, yeah, 
So he's out cold. He's he's going to be out for a while. You step out in your guild role. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to jump out in front of the other assassin and just like have my hands on my knees like breathing deeply. <sighs> Perfect. He sees you jump out and he says, "Is uh is the interloper taken care of?" Really fast. <sighs> Got him though. <sighs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, where where's boss? Oh, Cheeks, he's out somewhere. I don't know where he is. He's doing his party thing. All right. Okay. Because the guy said something about Cheeks. Hmm. That means somebody knows that he hired us. I don't like that. Maybe. And also, he just said he was a friend of Cheeks. And that he was a really cool guy. All right, make me a sneaky word attack for that. Now it's now. All right, no, I'm, this for this, I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need a roll. I got a five. Perfect. Uh, you. All right, yeah. So I think that you get a boot. I think that what happens is you get a temporary success, which is that this assassin just doesn't really want to deal with you right now, and she's just like, "All right, whatever, buddy," and like walks off. Bye. So what is your next move? Uh, do I know? Based on based on the outside of this 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 uh, ball, like this house, I guess mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Um, do I know what room I would have talked to? Uh, I would have talked to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would be able to find the room. Yeah, pretty easily. Could I climb up to it? You can make me. You can make me an action roll for that. Yeah, it'll be at a difficulty of five. All right. Well, actually, I don't even need the assassin anymore. I I I, I know who his boss is. Anyway, so instead instead of doing that. Wow, I really should have known that it was Fedman Cheeks because it was a gill. Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> and I'm just going to leave the assassin in the bushes. All right, that's fair. Uh, and then I'm just going to walk in. I'm going to I'm gonna go back into my disguise of uh, William McIronhelm. Okay. Um, I'm going to compel an aspect for you real quick. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Actually, no, go ahead. Do you do whatever you get. You're going you're gonna to climb, climb the wall. Oh, no, I'm not climbing the wall anymore. I don't need to. Okay, yeah, so you come, then, then yeah, I am going to compel an aspect. Um, you can, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to compel your aspect of fine Fedman Cheeks. And I'm going to say, what I'm going to say is you catch wind, like you walk in, and what happens, and you hear Fedman, like, chatting with people. And you catch a little bit of what he's talking about. Yes, it is a it is a true it is a tragedy what happened to Broderick. He and I were partnering on some legislation to finally put an end to some of the underhanded tactics that the artisans in ta- like in Tiger's Eye have been doing. We were going to really the poison trade has to stop. And Broderick and I were going to work together on that. And it's a shame that he's gone. Mhm. Dirty liar. Anyways, so as um William McIronhill, I'm going to approach mm-hmm. that group of people. Okay. And I'm just gonna I'm just I'm gonna keep my mouth shut for a little bit, just observe. Sure. Just just see if I can pick up anything else. Or wait until I can get the attention of attention of Fedmund. Sure. He kind of he eyes you as soon as you kinda of walk over. There's somebody else joining and he's like, Oh, hello, I don't I don't know that we have the pl- I've had the pleasure. Fedman cheeks. Oh, the pleasure's all mine, Sir William McIonhelm. He, uh, he shakes your hand, like, you do the whole thing. Roll me a, uh, no, don't roll me anything yet. We'll see how it goes. So, Fedmund, I've heard so many things about you. All good things, I hope. 
Oh, they're very good things, especially for a man of my purposes. Purposes, you say? Yes, yes. I wish to inquire, um, maybe, perhaps we could speak privately about some business? Uh, this isn't really the time for business, and he adjusts his mask, but actually, you know, make me a roll for that. Make me a, uh, clever, and a clever attack roll for that. All right. Wow, uh, I got four pluses, plus my clever, which is seven, plus anything else. Okay, yeah, um, great, you succeed. Um, he's like, fine, fine, I suppose this is, I suppose this, uh, I could use a break from drinking anyway, I'm feeling quite full, and he kind of walks off with you, wherever you're going. Okay, um, you know what, the hell with it, I'm gonna go to that room where Broderick was. Okay. And I hope Broderick is still there, and I, I kind of want to, like, lock eyes with, um, do I see, do I see General, what is his name, Stone? General Stonehammer? Do I see him? Uh, all of the lights are out in the room, it's pitch black, so, so no, but you have, but you, 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 you don't see him in the party either, so you've kind of got the feeling they might be hiding in the dark. Okay, I'm gonna get the lights on in the room. Okay. You light one. You light like the the the, the lantern of the room. Stonehammer is inside. He has shed his sort of eagle costume and his sort of dawn, just sort of a traditional like 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 military garb. Broderick isn't there, but Stonehammer stands up and he says, "McIronhill, what do you got for us?" Well, you see, I have, and as I say, I have. I just want to quickly. I want to invoke my uh, dirty fighting aspect. Okay. And I want to elbow, I want to elbow Fedman in the jaw and just push him to, ja- to push him to Stonehammer. Okay. Uh, yeah, make me a, a quick attack for that. Okay. I got a three. Okay. So you, uh, just barely make it. You, you, you catch him, you wind him for a moment and you kind of shove him forward, but he's still like up and cogent and conscious. He sits, he lands on the bed. And he's like, what the, why would you? Why? Sorry, it was a it was a slip of the elbow. Stonehammer, what are you, what are you doing here? And Stonehammer puts the saber to his throat. Uh, my liege, I believe we have found the the man responsible for your murder. And Broderick comes out from the closet, and Fedmund is freaking out. What do you say as he's like starting to like panic? Uh, what was I supposed to do for um? Oh, no, I was supposed to knock him out. Yep. He's supposed to die. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll look at him and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm just gonna say, uh, you will do as they say, and then what happens next is entirely out of my control. Okay, yeah. So, um, he starts babbling and he's like, look, look, I, this was a misunderstanding. I thought that you were dead. I was planning some sort of... Oh, God, I... I shouldn't have worked with them. I shouldn't have worked with... I shouldn't have worked with the guild. I'm sorry. That was my fault. I... I needed bodyguards that weren't court-affiliated. That's all... That's all I needed. And at that moment... Uh, you're gonna need to make a roll. Because... From the outer window... A billing purple smoke starts to fill the room. (laughs) Alright, what do I need to make? Uh, this is, um, however you want to, like, get out of the room, that'll determine the role you make. But you gotta get a five. Oh, god. Uh, I'm gonna... So smoke came out, smoke came out of the, 
from the window, right? Yeah, yeah. In somebody the- has set up some some sort of smoke bomb or something to billow into the window of the bedroom, presumably to take all of the people inside out. I'm so he, I'm gonna. I think I might jump out of the window and go confront who threw this. Okay. Uh, yeah. So make me a quick roll. You want to get a five to avoid being hurt by the poison. Can I use my uh, quick defense actions? When yes. Doing yes. You, yes, you can. Sweet. I got a what is it? Two plus one. Plus, I got a five. Perfect. Um, so what happens is there's a boost in play that I'm going to take immediately. That is uh, low visibility. So you look around and you see a a figure that is familiar, like robed, but familiar somehow, mm-hmm. but not not a guild assassin, like running off and trying to like hide amongst the amongst like the bushes and the full like the the hell is the word I'm looking for foliage. Yeah, I think it's foliage, like hiding among the the bushes. Okay. Do I know who that is? Like exactly. Make me a. No, I'm going to spend a boost to say no. Oh, God. All right, well, I'm going to go after that one. Okay. Make me a quick action. You want to get a three. Okay. I got a one. Okay. Um, what happens is you're giving chase and a scream happens from inside the ballroom. Crap! <laughs> I run to the ballroom. Uh, well, not the ballroom, I guess from the bat- the window that you jumped out, there's a scream from inside. You jump back, you, like, look back, and you see, uh, Fedman has a knife in his back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at him and be like, crap! And I run to him, I run to him, but I run to him like, uh, I run to him as though Jack Sparrow would run. Sure. You can tell this is not a stunt. This is a real knife. Uh, Broderick and Stonehammer are gone. They're, like, but there is a, there is a guild assassin in the room. I'm going to get into the room and I'm going to look at him and be like, what did you do? Uh, boss's orders. Who is boss? And at that moment, um, make me a defensive action as you feel a hand on your shoulder and a knife coming towards your back. I want to, um, oh God, he's, there's a hand on my shoulder. Yeah. I want to do, I want to do a flashy roll with the, with the plus two quick defense action. Okay. Uh, I want to, I want to do like an AJ Styles Pele kick. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, Pele kick him. All right. Uh, I got a five. Um, with uh, invoke an aspect, and you'll succeed. Um, I think that I'll just do expert acrobat. That works. That's perfect. Um, yeah, you 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 flip backwards. It's phenomenal, and you kick him in the head, and he stumbles back. He hits the back wall. You look, and it's your poisoner friend. From earlier. You. Of course it's me. Who did you expect? I look at him confused. I'm like, someone who's not you. Duh. That's a fair. uh, You know what? In retrospect, that's fair. That's a fair point. Otherwise, this wouldn't be surprising. And he kind of chuckles as he kind of rubs his jaw like, ah, dang, that hurt. Don't let this. Don't let the stunning nobility fool you, sweet cheeks. And I take off my mask. (laughs) Yeah, I know who you are. That isn't, like, a cool surprise. Dang it. <laughs> How did you know? Because we talked earlier. True. Are we going to fight or not? Yeah, we're going to fight. And he pulls out his knife. And well, he's that's, going... Well, the, the knife part... Oh, God. Okay, you're going to stab me. Yeah, yeah, that's going to happen now. Oh, no. And he rushes you with the knife. What do you do? I'm going to try to kick the knife out of his hands. Okay. 
Uh, yeah. Give me. A, you're gonna want to get a. I'll give that a three. All right. I. Oh no. Uh, what kind would that? Would that be like a uh quick uh stunt? Oh yeah, I would call that. Um, yeah, I would call that a quick defense action. All right. Yeah, I got a two. Okay. Um, take one stress. All right. I take one stress. Okay. Um, so he comes at you. You bar- you narrowly dodge him. He uh he's now standing with two assat two guild assassins, and he's like, "Look, this isn't personal. I wanted that legislation cut, and him and the pretty boy, they were standing in the way. So yeah, I'm so yeah, I organized a coup to have him killed. I'm just gonna I'm gonna hold my hands out like Chris Pratt in Jurassic Park, and I'm just gonna be like, "Did you ever think?" That the only reason I'm doing this is for money. I, I mean, I assumed, but you still have to die because now you know. I, that's fair. Um, well, can we do this like one at a time? No. <laughs> like, like that one to your right. He comes at me first, then that one comes next, and then like I fight both of them, and then I kick your ass. No, no, that's not how this. That's not. Th- look, look, I appreciate. You know what? How about I get one on my team? Make me a clever uh, word attack. Okay. <laughs> or a sneaky word attack with your stunt. Okay, sneaky word attack. That would be a five. Okay. Okay, yeah. So, um, you've confused him. He's just like, no, that's not how... That's not how this works. <sighs> it is how this works. If you want it. At least at this moment. At- I'm going to run at him and just shotgun drop kick him into the wall. Okay. Um, assuming, I don't, I don't know what that would be. Uh, that's gonna be a flashy attack. Uh, that's a three. If you invoke two, if you give me two fate points, two invocations, that'll work. You can, you can succeed. And you'll take him out. Uh, I have, okay, so I give you two fate points, and then I have to invoke two aspects. Alright, I guess I could invoke the, I guess that would be dirty fighting if it's, like, catching him off guard. I'd call that dirty fighting. And I guess Acrobat would be yeah. being able to soar through the air to get to him. Yeah, that's a good combination of the two of them. So yeah, he goes straight into a dresser. It falls on top of him. The two assassins, uh, the two assassins, the two from earlier, actually. I didn't One of whom is part. wearing, like, a, bro- a brand new outfit. And they're both kind of standing there, they're like, yeah, they didn't really pay us that much. I'm not. Hang on, hang on. Gonna get involved in this. <laughs> I have I have requests. I look at the one that has like the new gear on. I'm like, yeah. Do you want your gear back? Yes, I do very badly. All right. They here. make us pay for that. Here you go. If I give it to you, will you leave? Yes, thank God. Because like they make us pay for this. Like we have yeah, to pay yeah. every time we lose our gear. You you weren't the one that shot me in the ear with a crossbow bolt, right? That was that was me. That was me. My bad. Wait, was it the other one or was it the one? Yeah, that it was the other so? one. All right, so you can leave. You, I'm going to beat your ass. That's fair. That's fair. You know what? That's fair. And he's like, ready's his knife in position. Okay. So I don't, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to try to just like super kick him in the face. All right. Uh, give me a flashy attack roll for that. Ooh, that's a four. Uh, yeah, you take him out. Well, that. He goes right down. You, did, you didn't even like stab me. Well, I think you, you caught him off guard and he felt bad. He let you have this one. What kind of a set? Okay. Alright. Anyway, I just leave him be, and I'm just gonna go over to the dresser, and just, like, kind of move the dresser over. He's woozy. I'm just gonna squat down next to him and just be like, you okay? Slap him in the face a little. 
Ah, no, no, a dresser fell on me. Well, that's not all. Come on, man. That's a cheap shot. I I mean, you're an assassin. Don't you kind of- I'm not an assassin, I'm a poisoner. Oh. These guys are assassins. Well, that's- all right, I get- yeah, that's true. All right, we're we're just making a lot of statements today that are true. Um, either way, isn't a poison kind of a cheap shot? I'm not going to answer that. You should answer that. I'm not going to. Answer it. I'm not gonna. (sighs) Well, you stay- hang on. You feeling all right? Got any broken bones? Anything broken? Not to my knowledge. I think all I'm alright. Right. I need you to drink this really quick. What? What? No, no. I start, I start feeding him the knockout Yeah, he goes right down. He gets knocked right out. It's real quick acting. He goes down. I'm gonna go find Stonehammer. Alright. Stonehammer, he brings Stonehammer into the room. And he's like, uh-huh. uh, so you did. And he looks around. We'll be in touch. We'll be in touch. Go, enjo- go, enjoy- go enjoy your party. We'll deal with the payment tomorrow. My party? This party was for me all along? Uh, no, but... No, but I mean, it's a party. You can go enjoy it. I guess I can for you. So you head out into the party. Um, and as you walk into the crowd, we fan out and that's game. All right. You saved the day. Yeah. <clears throat> so that was fun. I liked that a lot. Yeah, it was really fun. Oh, I love... I I, I, uh, I like I like Fate a lot. I so like it as a game. I actually really like it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. This was a blast. Oh, yeah, man. It was definitely, it was really, really fun. I enjoyed myself a lot. So, before we wrap up, any uh, social media plugs, anything you want to fire off for the people at home? Uh, I don't have, a, I don't have anything really that I want to fire off, except, okay. uh, I'd, li- I'd love to, uh, I'd love to give a shout out to, uh, the local game shop that I go to, Game Vault in Fredericksburg, yeah, Virginia. Absolutely. Yeah, they, they do a lot of good work, and I love going there. Nice. Excellent. Well, uh, this was super fun. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. All right. Take it, future me. Thanks, past me. And thanks again to JP for coming on the show. That game was great. I really enjoyed it. Fate rules. There's really nothing else for me to say. I'm I'm a fate guy. I mean, I'm a role-playing game guy in general, but I'm a fate guy. You can find more information about fate by clicking the link in the show notes. If you'd like to keep up with the show, there's a few different ways you can do that. You can follow us on Twitter at Party of One Pod. You can like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash party of one podcast. You can also consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash party of one podcast. Patreon backers get access to behind the scenes stuff, design notes about how games like Fate are adapted into a two player setting, and uh, interviews with game designers, podcasters, and other people doing cool stuff within two player role playing games. You can find all of that at patreon.com slash party of one podcast. If you really enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a nice iTunes review, a social media shout-out, or a word-of-mouth recommendation. That's the easiest way for the show to find new people and grow and do bigger, better, and cooler things, such as, for instance, live shows, such as the one that we'll be doing on July 15th at Amalgam Comics and Coffee House as part of the Philadelphia Podcast Festival, which, if you're in Philadelphia or the Philadelphia area, you should come out for because it's going to flipping rule. Anyway, what was I saying? Um... If you'd like to hear more from me, you can check out All My Fantasy Children, the podcast in which Aaron Catano and I take your listener prompts and turn them into beautiful, thriving, vibrant role-playing game children. You can find that at soundcloud.com slash allmyfantasychildren. Party of One is produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Mega Ran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates coming onto the show, or if you just watch Your Name and you want to talk to me about it, because seriously, it's the most goddamn beautiful movie I've ever seen. Holy shit, I don't even have words to explain it. It's just... It was real good, y'all. It was real, real good. 
Uh, you can reach me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. Oh, it was really, really good, though. Oh, my God. Anyway, that's it for me. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. And party on.